Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday morning. Normally, we come to you on a Monday morning. I'm talking about the coffee shop conversations. This is the rescheduled segment that should have been played yesterday, but because here in the Virgin Islands, we had a severe blackout, power outage, no power, no electricity, none whatsoever for the whole island for 12 hours, 13 hours, maybe even 14 hours in some places. We weren't able to bring you a show yesterday. Jed agreed to uh, be with us today. But he was speaking a little ahead of his time because today, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on what side of the scale you're looking at, he is unable to be with us. Why is that, you say? Because he's on his way to the hospital taking his wonderful wife, Jenny, to help her deliver their fourth baby girl. So we will continue today. Shatila is here. I'm here. And we'll continue today. Fill in for Jed until he returns next week. Let me say good morning to Shatila. Good morning, Shatila. Good morning, ATN. Good morning, all. And how are you today? I'm doing fabulous. How about yourself? Fine, thank you. Now, I know you are taking a mini vacation and a book tour in the Virgin Islands. How is that going? It's going great so far. I'm looking forward to the carnival here this month as well. Carnival, wow. <laughs> now, did you go to any beaches or anything while you are here? Yes, I did go to Lithium Beach, Lindbergh Beach, yes. And it was an awesome place, and the food was very expensive. But besides that, I did enjoy myself. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Well, that's interesting. That fits into what Jed has, has on his agenda today. We'll see if we could uh, fill in for him. His agenda today would be the power of a story. We all have a story to tell. And you were just telling yours. You came to the Virgin Islands on your book tour and many vacations combined. And what story do you have to tell about being here? Well, I would say Virgin Islands is a wonderful place to go, but it is very much so expensive. Um, food is expensive. I tell you, I went to Subway and it was $40 for three or four sandwiches when, you know, back on the States or the mainland, would you say, it's a $5 foot long. $5? Yes. yes. Hmm. What about gasoline for the car? <laughs> well, gas looks like it's close to three fifty, and then in the States, it's a dollar something. So yeah. everything is price gals over here in the island. Well, that's where it is on the island, unfortunately. <laughs> But we all have a story to tell. And what does that mean? Well, Jed is really good at this, and I cannot substitute for him, but I'm just leave like a 
forward some of the information he's been talking about and help us, help you, our listeners, to understand what he means. Now, he says, basically, um, we all have a story to tell. He is speaking primarily to bloggers. What does he mean by that? He means that we have, as we've been saying all along, people like to hear what's going on with other people. And if we have something to share, share it by all means. And in the process of sharing something, we all gain, we all learn, we all benefit in the process. So let's talk about what Jet wrote on his blog. He says about 15 years ago, he attended a seminary and simultaneously interned at a large church in San Diego. During that time, he saw the power of story dramatically played out. A small event made an enormous impact on him as he vividly remembered it many years later. Here's what happened. One evening there, a children's pastor, who happened to be one of the most skilled communicators that Jed knew about, he arrived at uh, their Saturday evening service later than usual. He showed up wearing dark sunglasses and was playfully teased by a number of children's ministry volunteers who asked, who are you trying to hide from? He said, responding to the pastor, pull up his sunglasses and reveal rare swollen eye. Wonder what happened. The pastor explained that he had contracted pink eye early that week. Sounds familiar there, Ms. Katila? Yes, it does. <laughs> How come? Well, my son came home with um, a pink eye from school. And unfortunately, he gave it to my two-year-old and kept passing it back and forth. So that was a beast and the first time I've seen something like that as a parent. So you have to learn how to walk or crawl before you walk. You have to be able to be proactive and try to, you know, put a handle to it before it goes wild. Without a hand. Yes, yes. Well, continue with uh, Jet's story. The pastor admitted he had pink eye earlier that week. He contracted it. Now, although the doctor said he was no longer contagious, signs of the infection remained visible. The pastor stated, matter-of-factly, that he planned to tell the children right away. So not to get asked repeatedly, what's wrong with your eye? What's wrong with your eye? You know, children are not. What's wrong with your eye? <laughs> Non-stop. The children's service began as usual, and it began with a theme game followed by a time of worship. Next, the pastor took the stage. He was still sporting his sunglasses. Pastor immediately drew, uh, drew the room full of kids into the story by stating that there was something gross that he wanted to show them. Pastor used big words, conjunctivitis, and then his story to the kids on their level, explaining that this is a fancy term for pink eye. The room packed tightly with well over 50 children who sat in complete silence. Every ear was tuned to the story. They wanted to know more about conjunctivitis. The pastor didn't stop there, explaining that the treatment process, which consisted of putting his eye drops in a few times a day, he shared how the drops didn't hurt except for the time that he put him in too quickly and accidentally jammed a little 
bottle into his eye. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> well, even, even the eye drop. Mm. Pastor Pink Eye's story took a few minutes to, then to tell. It was personal, it was filled with humor, and ended with dramatic flair. Pastor looked at his watch and casually stated that it was time for the next dose of eye drops <laughs> while he was preaching Thor, talking from the pulpit. He asked the children if they would want to watch and carefully removed the bottle from his jacket pocket and lifted him towards his eye. The entire room was uh, on their feet. The rose in the back and complained that they couldn't see. The pastor had to reposition himself before administering the eye drop. That was a powerful story. Could you imagine that? He goes to church and your pastor still on your own. He's going to put in the eye drop. I think if I went to church, the pastor said he had pink eye. I think that the room was clear fast. Well, <laughs> he admitted that it was no longer contagious, but still, yeah, people running out, huh? All right, all right, all right. Yeah, and that would happen. That would happen, I guess. Anyhow, the personal stories are powerful according to what Jed is saying, and he has a point there. There's something intriguing, mysterious, and even enticing about the lives of others. This is why memoirs, reality television, and blogs are so popular. I'll take it a step further. Why do people write autobiographies? And why are autobiographies such big sellers? What do you think, Shadila? Well, I think it's a big seller because, you know, you never know someone's testimony or what somebody has faced or adversities that they've been able to overcome. So I think when you put your feelings on paper and you produce something, a lot of people are interested because they want to hear what other people have been through and how they, obtained, you know, overcame it. So it's a big selling tool because you're able to see how other people face adversities and you can learn from them. In other words, it's a big seller because people like to hear other people's story. Oh, yeah. Most oh. definitely. Okay. Sometimes those stories are truthful stories, and sometimes they're gossip stories, and sometimes they're just malicious stories. Yeah. But nevertheless, the stories are stories. Exactly. Interesting. <laughs> Is that why so popular is such a big hit? People like to hear those stories? Well, yeah, besides the fact that it's filled with a drama. Yeah, drama. Yeah. <laughs> If she is or she is not, whatever the story is, pregnant mm-hmm. or want to get married or whatever the story is. All right. I think it's um this is a good topic today. You know that we're talking about you know people's lives and um, also people's story because everybody has a story to tell. You know it might be something that don't seem big to you personally, but other people love to hear about other people's stories. And, in fact, everybody has a testimony. And I have a testimony. You have a testimony. Jed has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. But it's how you overcome that testimony, you know, that makes you as a person. So true, so true. So picking up where Jed left off, he says basically, he finished off his book. This is the third book, I believe, that he's done since I've met him and he's been with us. He finished off his book. And it's entitled 101 Highly Caffeinated Blocking Prompts. He's on his coffee kick all the time, all the time. He says research for this new book led him to explore the history of blogging. Now, his intentions were in writing this book was to provide a short e-booklet filled with simple writing prompts. 
that would help all of us pull out of the slump and share their stories. What he had planned to have been a 30-page booklet turning into a life of its own and is approaching 100 pages. Can you imagine that? He started off thinking he'd do a 30-page book, right. turn over to 100 pages. Although it's not a massive book by, all, by any means, it's still a greater project than he intended. Because this book contains much more than a list of writing prompts, he may need to go back and change the title before it is published. However, even if the title is changed, the thesis will remain the same. Well, Jed is good at doing things like that. He tells us from a psychological standpoint how we interact with others, how we could work with others, how our stories, our communication, our way of interpreting things will help us function better with others. What do you think so far about what uh, Jed is saying about our stories? Well, like I said, everyone has a testimony, and I think Jed always hits it on the nose, and he makes you look at things from a different perspective. You know, sometimes we have to think outside the box when we are so close-minded, you know, but it takes somebody to look at things from a different perspective for us to see it in a different light. Hmm. Okay. Well, today I think we'll do a uh, abbreviated show in uh, respect to what Jed is going through. I by no means want to take over his story. We could probably go into more detail in this next week. But I uh, want to encourage you folks, as you listen to these Mondays or maybe sometime Tuesday shows, you're welcome to and encouraged to call us with your stories. Share your stories with us. Our call-in number is 646-721-9611. The number again is? 646 646- Seven two one nine six one one, or you can simply log into the chat room at blogtalkradio. Slash in the author's corner with ATN. Thank you very much. Now this show comes on every Monday at uh, well, it depends where you are. Seven a.m. Pacific time, eight a.m. Mountain time, nine a.m. Central time, and ten a.m. Eastern time, which is the same as Atlantic time during it. Daylight Saving Time. We love to hear from you. We love to interact with you. By all means, call us. Send us your questions. Call us with your questions. Ask, uh, leave us your comments. We love to interact with you. Is there anything else you want to add, Shatila? Well, I would say regardless if you feel you have a story and you don't know how to get started, you know, I would say put the pen to paper and don't stop because you may be able to produce something, you know, on the market to help someone else, you know, or inspire somebody else or liberate others. So whether it's a book, um, an e-book, or if it's a blog or what have you, make sure you, you know, share your testimony and your story because you may be able to save the lives of someone else. Very good point. Very, very good point. As a matter of fact, Chet says the bottom line is we all have a story to tell in one way, shape, or other. Well, folks, for today, I think we'll wrap things up now. We'll come back next Monday, hopefully. By that time, hopefully, mm-hmm. things would have settled down in Jet household or the Chichenko's household. Mm-hmm. The new baby would have been settled in, I would hope. Bundle of joy. Bundle of joy, bundle of crime, bundle of feeding time, bundle of changing time. I'm sure Jed's going to have his hands full 
who knows? Maybe next time he'll bring the baby with him to the baby. He says, first words on the air. <laughs> but for now, we'll call it a quit, and we invite you to come on back. And we do apologize. We were unable to come to you yesterday as normally scheduled, but we will continue with our Mondays to the best of our abilities. So until next time, this is HN saying so long for now. Be sure to tune in with us next week, Monday, and hopefully we don't have to go to Tuesday, but Tuesday is always our backup. So I'm saying goodbye and Shatila. Goodbye, all. Thanks for listening. Thank you for now, folks. Take care. See you next week. Bye-bye.